You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach, Peter, and this is my sexy spa voice, everybody. (laughs) I'm getting coached on how how to give a spa voice and not um, a sexy phone operator voice, which is a romantic voice is what I normally get, which I don't know. I don't fully understand that comment, but (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) I feel like we might need the contrast. (laughs) Yeah, right? A little balance. Um so I'm excited to welcome back on the show. She was on uh, last fall uh, talking about different food and wellness trends and how to survive the holiday madness. And now she's back to teach me about um, some cards. And we're going to do a reading. And I'm really excited because I've been seeing her Instagram it uh, for the past few weeks. And I'm like, I need you to come on and teach me about this and do a reading. And she's like, uh, duh. So please welcome back. Ashley Berry. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share these with you. They're really special to me. So I'm excited. Hello, Ashley Berry. Hello. That's the name of your blog, right? It is. Hello, AshleyBerry.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we start, Ashley, I have some fun icebreakers that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Are you ready? Always. Okay, first question. <laughs> What's one word your mom would use to describe you? Shy. Shy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the nicest adjective I've heard so far. Well, it comes to mind because I have kind of mixed feelings about it. Most of my friends wouldn't call me shy. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone forgets that when they first meet me, I am. And when you get to know me, it takes just a little while to kind of crack me open. And then, you know, you can't get me to stop talking. (laughs) And I'm kind of like, we'll jump in the middle of the room and be crazy. But when I first meet people, I'm a little reserved. And so... uh, and she she seems to notice that more. Yeah. And so she always mother. tells me I'm shy. Oh, <laughs> mother knows best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a fun fact. What's one thing people wouldn't expect about you? Mm, one thing people wouldn't expect about me. Oh, that's tricky. Um, hmm. Well, I think people are surprised a lot uh, when they see me eat like indulgent bad for you stuff Uh like i'm really all about balance but i you know i post a lot of inspirational stuff about wellness and i really want to um show people that healthy food can be really beautiful and Mm -hmm. enjoyable it doesn't have to be bland and boring but i hit in and out sometimes and i've had friends even people who've known me for a while and i think just didn't really realize say you know, what are you up to tonight? And I said, oh, I'm about to drive through in and out And I had a friend say, in and out I can't even imagine you eating a cheeseburger. And I was like, I eat cheeseburgers. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's the thing is you have to find a balance or else you go crazy. Yeah. I mean, you really do. It's funny. Speaking of in and out I was at Expo West last weekend, mm-hmm. recently. And they have this um, burger that I saw there that's like, it's called Beyond Meat. And it's like an in and out style. It has like major in and out vibes, uh-huh. but it is not meat. It's like a pea plant based burger, but it's so yummy. I've been actually seeing those at Whole Foods, and I've been really curious about them. It's they're really yummy. Okay, I might have to pick one. Like up next I've time. been like I'm. I rarely like when I see new brands and stuff. I'm like, okay, you know, if I see it out, maybe I'll get it. This was kind of cool. I liked it then, but like when I re- like this is one that I'm actually really considering going out and buying and. And like having it at home. That's so funny. I'm not a shopper and I'm not like an impulse buyer, except with new wellness things, whether it's like 
a face oil or a new food product, yeah. and then I can't help myself. I have and to I, try it. <laughs> but do you geek out about it? Because I yes. like geek out. Like, I get excited. Like, as if I was seven years old and I just got a new toy at the toy store. I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to try out this new face oil. Ah. Well, I go in obsessive phases. So I will eat something like breakfast, lunch, and dinner for like a month yeah. and tell everyone about how wonderful it is. And, and to the point where everyone's like, all right, we get it. We like it. <laughs> and then suddenly something else will come along and I'll be like, that's the thing for the yeah. next month. So. Yep, I'm the same way. Okay. Tell me, what is your drink of choice? Mm. Uh, right now I've been making a lot of like tonics and elixirs at home and I, came across this. I'm really caffeine sensitive, Mm -hmm. um, but I love tea and I love green tea. So I came across this decaf genmai cha tea, which is green tea with toasted rice in it. Interesting. And it's, it, it really does have this like lovely, toasty, warm flavor. Mm. And I mix it, of course, with some galafia, almond yes. milk, and a little manuka honey. And that is kind of my, especially on days like today where it's oh, kind of yeah. rainy and dreary. Chilly. Yeah. I'm inside bundled up with blankets with again my cha. And that's. I love that. Yeah. I've been, I was craving a matcha tea earlier, a matcha latte. So I have yet to find a decaf matcha because matcha is so. It's like with coffee, you know, if you go into a really good coffee shop and you say you want decaf coffee, they look at you like, get the hell out of yeah, here, like, you know? Like, yeah. And I feel like matcha is very similar. It's a very um, kind of refined, there's a whole process around it. And and uh, I feel like I, I don't know how, how decaf matcha would fly, but. <laughs> you get major side eye. <laughs> okay. What's the most embarrassing moment you've learned the most from? Oh, wow. There's a lot of embarrassing moments to pick from. Um, Most embarrassing moment that I've learned from. Oh, (laughs) I actually told this one recently at a retreat I was at. Um, I'll try to make it short. I was, when I was uh, interviewing for different high schools, I was going and spending a day at each one to check it out, see if I could see myself going there. And I had been really dorky and picked on in uh, eighth grade in particular. So I was really ready to be like the cool girl. I I was Mm -hmm. like totally prepared to reinvent myself. So so I, uh, when I was touring at one of the schools, I was like, okay, gotta be cool. And uh, when we, I was in a classroom and some people were getting up to do something and I decided, you know, everyone was just getting up and leaving their desks from behind the desk. And I decided I was going to be really slick and I was going to like, kind of sit on top of the desk and just swing my legs over, except it was one of those desks that has uh, the desktop attached to the seat and there's really nothing supporting the front. I didn't really think that through very well and the desk went crashing down. And what I realized is when you're trying to play it off and be cool, anything that's not actually just genuine and and true to who you are... It just never plays that well. Yeah, no, it's better to just, even if you're a really big dork, whatever it is, you know, whatever you're into, just just go with that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Okay, <laughs> last question. Okay, if you had to be a Kardashian, which one would you be? Ooh, you know, I actually went to high school with a Kardashian. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's kind of funny. Um, but I would probably say, mm, that's really tricky. I'd probably say the one that I didn't go to school with, which is Chloe. Um, okay. I feel like she really seems the most grounded out of all of them. She seems, uh, 
I don't know. I like her. I like her style. She's a little sassy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm into it. Okay. Now I want to talk about these cards. You brought, you brought in two different decks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So talk to me about why there are two and what they are. Okay. So there's so many different kinds of decks and, right. um, there's very traditional tarot decks, um, and even within traditional tarot, there's, I mean, just countless numbers of decks. I actually follow someone who I really love. Um, and when he does, he puts up monthly readings and he actually does the readings using three or four decks at one time okay. for different things. And uh, different- so these are both considered tarot decks. Um, one is vision quest tarot. The other is animal medicine cards. And okay. it does... You know, with the animal medicine cards, you can do spreads uh, for certain types of life transitions, questions, just like you can with tarot. So I would say they're very similar. Okay. Um, But the difference is animal, or I guess I should say one of the difference, and these are actually both of these decks are Native American influence. Okay. um, Which I really resonate with. Um, But the difference, I would say, what makes the animal cards a little unique. And those are the ones I've worked with longer and and are more familiar with. I'm still really learning my way around the vision quest hero, but the animal medicine cards, each card is an animal and it talks about the unique qualities of that animal that you can uh, use to kind of support you through different situations in life. So um, the animal medicine deck has 52 cards, 52 different animals, and each one embodies certain qualities. Like, let's see, one of my favorite ones that I've come across recently a lot. Um, I was telling you earlier, I, I tend to pull the same cards for myself over and over, even though the deck has 52 cards. Um, so lately I keep pulling deer for myself and I think it's really interesting because deer is, uh, the quality of gentleness and, I think that's something very gentle. Well, what's interesting is that I'm gentle with other people and I'm not with myself, which I think is true for a lot of people who come across as gentle. They tend to be hard on themselves. I think that's what makes them show up really compassionately with other other people. people. Yep. I agree. So when I pull the deer card, I feel like a lot of times it's a sign for me to look at how I can be more gentle with myself. Ah. Um, And with the animal cards, you can pull them upright. Like if I pulled it, for you and it was facing you, it might look like this. Okay. So this is an upright turtle card. But if I pulled it for you and it was upside down, that's called reverse. Okay. So whatever the qualities are for a card, the reverse is kind of the opposite message. Got it. So um, maybe for deer, if I pull deer in reverse, maybe it's a sign that I've been so gentle that I'm not being assertive anymore. Okay. So they're really... They're just beautiful cards. The messages, I feel like um, I love pulling an animal medicine card in the morning as just a, I'll ask a general question and just say, what, what spirit do I need the most support from today? Okay. What message do I need to be meditating on today? So is that how it works? You ask, you shuffle the deck, you ask a question, and then um, the card that you pull out is typically... Um, the answer to the question that you just asked. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can also do spreads. So there's, uh, with the animal medicine cards, you can actually do, I think it's like a 12 card spread. Um, and 
to find out your spirit guides, which okay. are your, which is a pretty in-depth spread. And, but it's really cool. I did that one, uh, shortly after I first started working with this deck and, and it was really interesting to see which cards were my guides. And some of them were animals that have shown up a lot for me in my life. Interesting. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Like I've always felt a really strong connection to red tailed hawks, hawks in general. But, uh, when I was little and my family would go on road trips, my sister and I were just fascinated with when we would pass hawks sitting on, you know, you see them sitting on, uh, the light posts or whatever as you're driving on, especially like kind of a desolate highway or something like that. And I just could never take my eyes off of them until they would actually disappear from view. And it showed up in my, in my spread for my spirit guides. And it was really kind of no surprise. Nice. Yeah. So what do you have to say to people who are like, oh, this is just hocus pocus. It's all bullshit. None of it's real. What's your counter argument? I will, I would probably say, you know, I'm not, I believe in a lot of stuff that I would, I would classify as (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo and I'm not, I'm not really a pusher of the woo-woo. I I figure if people resonate with it, great. And, and on whatever level, if you just find it entertaining, yeah, great. Um, you know, it's interesting. I kind of feel the same way about religion. Someone and I were talking about this recently that I'm, I'm not Christian, but I don't mind going to church to Mm -hmm. listen to the message. It doesn't, you know, there's nothing offensive to me in listening to someone talking about, uh, you know, being kind to your neighbors and, and I can take from it what I feel like applies and, Mm -hmm. and leave what doesn't. And I feel kind of the same way about these. I, I think, you know, you can really take what applies to you. And, and if you want to take it with a grain of salt, then, you know, great. Uh, but if you have an experience with them and it hits you really deep, like I, I have at various points, um, explore it, you know? Okay. Has, have there been, have there ever been any point, has there ever been a point where you've ever been skeptical of the woo woo? Mm, no, it's funny. There was a point where I moved away from it. I think for external reasons, I felt like I didn't, uh, I didn't want to be misunderstood or I didn't want to be judged for it. But I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I always kind of believed in the idea of magic and kind of like invisible mm-hmm. forces. And um, I was, I played outside a lot and I really felt like the plants and trees in my backyard and the animals that would come across. I felt like everything had a spirit. I felt really connected to it. So no, I've always been uh, super into the woo-woo. And I feel like only in the last few years have I really just been like, okay, I'm going to go for it fully and just embody it and be out there in the world with it. And I think it's been great because I feel like it's it's uh, been a great litmus test. It's attracted more people who resonate with the same things that I do. And then the people who are like, oh, that's a little out there. Totally cool. And, you know, if they feel the need to, like, step back a little bit, that's fine, yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to try the animal cards. Okay. So I just asked a question. I can ask it internally or do I ask it out loud? Uh, either way, whatever you're most comfortable with. Um, okay. You can ask it internally. And if you want... Um, when we pull it, you can talk about, uh, we can talk about how, um, you know, you can allude to, to whether it makes sense for you or not, or you can talk about it outright, however you are most comfortable. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to shuffle while you're thinking. So are these, so would, is this kind of where like the, the term spirit animal comes from? Are these like our spirit animals or is that like way off? No, it's definitely related. Okay. Um, I think of these as guides, and I think some of them can be your spirit animals. Okay. I mean, are you are you wondering what your spirit animal is? I am a little curious <laughs> about what my spirit animal is. And, and I'm also kind of curious about what types of questions are you supposed to ask? I mean, is it like, will I find love this year? Is it like, uh, what should my career focus be? Or, mm. you know, what what types of questions do you normally ask these types of questions? A deck like this. So I try to ask open-ended questions. Um, A lot of times, for me, one of the most common ways I use the cards is when I'm at a crossroads. Okay. And I'm a little unclear about how to make the decision. Okay. And um, I will say, I will sometimes ask, what do I need to know about this, the situation before me? Or uh, what animal medicine, what a lot of times I'll say what, what I call them friends, like what friends or what guides will support me best as I navigate this. Okay. Um, or what, you know, what, what medicine do I need to be applying in this circumstance? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me think of my question. Um, I think I'm going to start with an easy one. Okay. Should I stay on Tinder to find a real match? Is that a good question? Yeah. Okay. So when I'm doing cards with people in person, when I do them remotely, which I I do with clients sometimes, I I pull the card for them. But when I do them in person, I let people decide whether they want to pull the card or whether they want me to do it. I want to pull a card. Okay. So you can pull it however you want. You can spread them out and pick one. However you flip it, though, we were talking about the reverse and upside down versus right side up. Just leave it the way it is when you flip it. Okay. I have a card. Okay. Okay. You got buffalo right side up. Okay, so right side up means to me, mm-hmm. right? It means that it is the... Not the reverse. Yeah, it's not in reverse. Okay. So, um... So I'm going to find a water buffalo on tennis and get off now. <laughs> buffalo is a really powerful card. It's oh, no. prayer and abundance. Oh, no. I think it's really interesting. So means I'm going to get a lot of action on Tinder. Um, it is... It's all about... Your prayers being heard, really, and uh, connecting with a sacred, oh, and no. yeah, and does that mean I'm going to find somebody on Tinder? Oh my god, that's an awful story. Well, it's interesting because one of the I'll read you just a little piece of this. It says, "Buffalo medicine is a sign that you achieve nothing without the aid of the Great Spirit, and that you must be humble enough to ask for that assistance." And then be grateful for what you receive. Okay. So my interpretation of that, and I will be curious to hear what yours is as well, because I think everybody has intuitive capabilities. And I think if we stop and are still, we, a lot of times, if not always, actually have the answer. Okay. Um, But but my interpretation is that, um, you know, you in the situation would maybe need to kind of put your desires out there to whatever, you know, if you believe in God or source or the laws of physics, whatever it is that you believe in, put out your desires in a heartfelt way, really connect with them, put them out in a heartfelt way. And 
in a certain way, whatever action you take will be, will be whatever it is, but kind of taking whatever action feels right in the moment and then trusting that your prayers are being received and will be responded to. So it's a little bit of, I I would say the message here is a little bit of um, turning it over. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I have a hard time with that. Like I'm so mm-hmm. like wanting to be in control of it constantly. And I feel like that's my hinder. Oh, you're like, talking to the like self- Virgoiest yeah. Virgo ever. It's self-sabotage so. <laughs> because it's like, I never actually allow myself to find what I'm looking for because mm-hmm. I'm constantly searching for the answer and getting in my own way of finding it. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, dating is so tricky because we do put, um, we have so many lenses that we can be viewing things through. And mm-hmm. um, I think uh, it's it's really interesting. I, I think it's a really great um, way for us to see, see ourselves clearly and, and what we project and what our desires are and how we show up. I mean, relationship is like the richest place to learn about ourselves. So interesting. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Now talk to me about these spirit guide the, the vision quest vision cards. quest okay okay so these are um also these are cards that are uh they blend a variety of native american traditions okay and uh, this one has 78 cards in the deck, and I was showing you them earlier, but they are really beautifully illustrated. Yes. Um, just very gorgeous. And they're a little more traditional. Okay. They have um, – there's different uh, symbols that you see showing up again and again, and, like, some of them are uh, – let's see. Let's see if I can find some examples. Um, so you have cards that clearly show like abundance here. You can see when there's like collections of items and it talks about abundance and then the elements are really come into play in each of these and it's fire, air, earth, and water. And each of those has a different meaning. And, um, you know, again, I really pull these kind of asking sort of open-ended questions about things that are going on in my life. Like, you know, what to do next in my work life. Like if I'm starting to feel like I have three different things that I feel like, Oh God, I can, you know, kind of take these three different approaches to expanding my business, but which one's the right one? How do you know? That's the exact question I had in my head. Really juggling so many different things right now. Which one should I really focus on? Let's ask, let's ask the cards. Okay. This is, this is my thing is I will go round and round in my head about decisions and Usually I'm actually pretty decisive, but if it's something that I don't know, I really don't know. And so these cards are really helpful for me in that way because I just turn it over. And, you know, you also know, (laughs) you know, when you ask someone for their opinion on something and you weren't really sure what you really wanted, like what your, what your thoughts were on it until they tell you, and you either have a lot of resistance to their answer or Or, you're totally like stoked that that's what they said. Yeah. I feel like the cards can be that way too. Sometimes you'll pull a card and you'll be like, oh, so they can be very illuminating in that way. Okay. It's funny because I was just thinking recently, probably in the past two weeks, I'm just like, I feel so 
conflicted. I feel like I need something to help kind of narrow my scope or help me decide what it is that I really want. And it's just funny that this whole episode came together and we're doing the card reading. Okay, so now how do I do this one? So you, you spread, do, you shuffled them, and you spread the cards out. I shuffled them. I spread them out because it's just it's a bigger deck, deck, and it's a little it's a bigger un- deck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about dating. <laughs> um, it's a bigger deck, and it's a little unwieldy. So I just figured this would be easier for you to kind of like have a little bit more of a see the cards and and kind of feel like which one feels right for okay. you. I totally do that too. I just, just like, pick one. Yeah, just pick one. Okay, uh, let's go with this one. It's upside down. Grandmother. And that's okay. Um, The upside down doesn't really... These cards, it doesn't... It's interesting. Some tarot, when you pick them reversed, it matters. In this deck, it doesn't. Um, Although I do have... I have friends. um, We were talking earlier. I have a friend who's a shaman, and she... um, I think sometimes does choose to interpret them a little differently, but, uh, so grandmother is all about creativity. Okay. And it's, uh, the kind of essence of it is caring, productivity, uh, mature feminine wisdom, empathy, compassion, love. Um, and I'm going to read something. The first thing that popped out to me in this is you're in a perfect position to help others recognize their worth and find a more positive way to live on this earth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I, I just, again, that's, I feel like it's such a perfect example of how these are kind of uncanny sometimes. Like you think, I don't know. I I feel like that's, that's really relevant to you. Yeah. (laughs) No, I completely agree. That's interesting. Okay. Very interesting. How you feeling? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't you look I, like you're processing. I am processing. <laughs> I don't think I knew what to expect and I wasn't really expecting it to hit me like the way that it it has. That's interesting. There're just a lot of different uh pieces of what you read in the card itself that kind of really resonate. Mhm. That's interesting. I think sometimes also, if you look really closely at the pictures, because they're intricate, sometimes yeah. there will be a symbol in the picture, too, that has a meaning to people. Like, I will see something that's in the background of a picture, and maybe it is another symbol for me that will kind of add to the meaning, Something's too. up with turtles, because I draw the turtle card earlier, too, and there's a turtle in this card. hmm Interesting. Okay. That's... A really you feel like you got an answer? A, no, yeah. I got, <laughs> and, and probably not the answer I expected or was asking, mm-hmm. but I definitely got an answer. Some food for thought anyway. Some definite food for thought. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm so excited. I can't believe this was your first card reading. Yeah, this is my first card reading. I've never done it before. And I've, like I said, I saw you on Instagram and I saw you would always uh, post the cards that you would get every morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm, I want to know what this is all about. I'm so into it. Um, but thank you for coming on and teaching me about these. Um, I'm still really processing. <laughs> I love it. So do you do these every day or kind of just when you need 
They, when you're really looking for an answer. So I have a group of morning practices. I have about four or five different things that I sort of switch out. And sometimes I do two of the things. Some days I do all five. Kind of depends on what I'm needing that morning. And these are one of my morning practices that I sometimes use. And I would say I probably end up doing card readings for myself at least three times a week. Um and then friends of mine will call me up. And I had a friend of mine actually like a week or two ago have a really weird dream that he just couldn't pick apart and he asked me to do a reading on it. And so I, I pulled a card and sent him um, my interpretation of it. He had told me a little bit about the dream. And, and um, so, yeah, after a while, I've I've been uh, – I was just doing it for myself and informally for friends for a while. And then I just added it to my offerings um, just a few months ago, actually, because I really believe that when people keep showing up in your life and asking for your support around something, that's really a sign that you have something to offer. And I wanted to kind of put it farther out in the world. So yeah, absolutely. I love it. I'm so happy you're able to make it on today. Thank you. I'm, I'm like, just really love that I'm able to introduce this to you because these are, they're such a joy for me. And, uh, you know, to be able to share them with people, especially who really just, it's its a completely new thing for them. It's very exciting. So you do readings for other people. Mm-hmm. Where can people go if they're interested in getting a reading from you? You can go to my website. I have um, a list of different uh, length readings. Okay. So what we did today would be just kind of like a 15-minute reading, but okay. I also offer larger spreads. Like, let's say you're wanting to kind of do like a your whole life path spread, which would be like you know, six plus cards maybe, and each one would have a pretty in-depth meaning. That would be like maybe an hour reading. Well, I want to do um, that. Yeah, we can, we'll do that sometime. Um, but you can go on my website. It's www.helloashleyberry.com and it's Barry with an E. So yeah. I love it. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter. Thank you, Ashley. Everybody needs to go to HelloAshley.com, HelloAshleyBerry.com right now. And that's also your Twitter handle, right? Or it's your Instagram handle. Instagram handle. Twitter is HelloAshberry. Okay. It's a character limit there. <laughs> I know. It's so annoying. Thank you, Ashley. Everybody go check out, read her blog, follow her Instagram. I love all of her posts, um, all of the products that she's trying or her card readings. I always geek out over all of her stuff. So go follow her and check out her blog. And don't forget to listen and subscribe to Hashtag No Filter every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, and always at thenetworkstudios.com. Uh, don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. And stay tuned for another exciting episode of Hashtag No Filter next week, next Wednesday. Subscribe right now. Okay, bye.